0: Welcome to Talking Wyndham, your weekly insight into the people who make our city surprising, fascinating, vibrant and interesting. Talking Wyndham is an initiative of the Committee for Wyndham. All the latest news and events are on our website and Facebook page.
1: Hello, I'm Kevin Hillier. Great to be here again for another edition of Talking Wyndham. On this podcast, we've taken you on a fair few journeys around different parts of the City of Wyndham. One place we have spent a fair bit of time though concentrating on is Hoppers Lane and we're heading that way again today because... Basically, there's so much happening in that particular area. In this podcast, you'll meet a man called Scott Vickers-Willis. Now, Scott is the Managing Director of Techni Development, who are property developers. Uh, They're a business based in Geelong, but uh, of course, they have extensive developments going on in the city of Wyndham, which we're going to talk to uh, Scott about, particularly in the Hoppers Lane area. Scott also wears a couple of other hats, one of which is the Chairman of Wyndham Health Services, which is the company that owns uh, numerous and various health businesses in the Hoppers Lane precinct. And that, Hopper? Lane area is becoming very much a precinct now at the hospitals and all the health services down there. You'll find out more about that in this podcast. Hope you enjoy it as we introduce you to Scott Vickers-Willis. On the Talking Windham podcast, Scott Vickers-Willis joins me. Uh, Hello, Scott. How are you? I'm great. How are you, Kevin? Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you wear a number Good. of hats, so we want to kind of uh, in this in this podcast have a talk to you about uh, a couple of those. Uh, most notably, of course, your major role as managing director for Techni Development, uh, which is a, a property development business. So, tell us a little about. I mean, I think you've been involved what now for just on ten years?
0: That's right. It was uh, started about forty years ago, at Techni, and it's done a lot of regional development across the eastern seaboard, but largely in the um, regional Victoria and Central and Melbourne as well. But um, We've sort of had our major office based out of Geelong and then about 10 years ago, um, we identified opportunities in Wyndham and bought quite a lot of land opposite the Werribee Mercy Hospital, which happened to be the old golf driving range. So a lot of Wyndham, Werribee golfers who've been to that driving range weren't that happy when we bought it. But um, we've since developed quite a few properties along Hoppers Lane. A lot of locals would know this area uh, and... So we've we've had a really um focused effort around property development in the Geelong Wyndham Western Melbourne uh, area, but particularly um, intensively in Wyndham and, and particularly on Hoppers Lane.
1: Well, let's talk about Hoppers Lane because, as you mentioned, the, the hospital's on the right-hand side and uh, on the left-hand side where the uh, where the old Par 3 uh, used to be, where the, uh, the the driving range used to be. The wind always used to blow. It wasn't one of the great driving ranges of our time, Scott, so we didn't really lose anything there, I don't think. Uh, in its place now is, uh, has become a really important and a very vibrant precinct for the, for the City of Wyndham.
0: Yeah, look, that's right. We if you look at an aerial map of Wyndham, I think most people know now that there's this large tract of government-owned land within Werribee, which is called the East Werribee Employment Precinct. It's a big diamond, the triangle. And you can see that there's residential housing all the way around it. I think it's around 900 hectares all up, so a huge tract of land. And I think even the, they say it's the largest government-owned land in Victoria apart from national parks. Now, one very small part of that, about 13 hectares, was purchased by, um, from the government about 20 years ago. And we then have purchased that about 10 years ago from from the operator of the, the Gulf Driving Range. So it's sort of a, a, a little fillet out of what is a very large tract of land. And we've been able to develop that over the last 10 years to create what are mainly health and commercial assets, but but largely health-driven and social services. And really, that's been a function of growth, growth of residential or growth of the population, growth of services in, in Wyndham and also a lack of developable land in this area. I think your listeners will know that um, just recently in the last couple of weeks, the what was known as the Australian Education City proposal, which has been the subject of possible development, major development in this area was... Was um, concluded, so that's now not happening. But we've sort of really had some of the only land in this area to do anything with, certainly in private hands, with most of it is in is in public hands. So really, what you see now along Wyndham or along Hoppers Lane has been a function of of demand, of private demand, and within some of those buildings, we also now operate quite a few businesses. So. Not only have we seen the interest in Wyndham from a property perspective and, and people wanting to occupy properties to deliver businesses, we ourselves have actually operate. we now operate quite a few businesses along that strip in another organization that's separated from our development business.
1: yeah that, that hoppers Lane is uh, is a fascinating uh, sort of um, I guess I don't know what you'd call it, but it, it's a, it's an amazing precinct in uh, in terms of what is going on down there. so what what sort of uh, businesses and business uh, businesses going on in that area from from your point of view?
0: yeah so Hoppers Lane um, is is it located within what's known as the health and learning precinct of of the precinct structure plan that's a part of this huge tract of land. And that was denoted as that largely due to the fact you had the Werribee Mercy Hospital, um, Victoria University, Melbourne University, all up that um, northern end of of the Princess Highway. And so it was a natural progression where really Werribee or Mer- the Werribee Mercy was some years ago, probably 20, 30 years ago, those of us old enough to know, so it was almost like a regional hospital. You know, it was a single level hospital servicing the local community. And now, as you can see, it's, it's quite a large, it's a very large hospital. And typically near public hospitals are private services as well where specialists are able to practice in the public service, but also commence or operate a private practice. And so opposite, well, the first project we did was called Wyndham Private Medical Centre. And that's a it's quite a large medical centre across Victoria, be in the top sort of probably 5% of standalone medical centers. It has a large general practice, which is has around 16 GPs in it, pharmacy, imaging. We had have the, have the only MRI in Wyndham in that building. So a, a quite a wide range of imaging with one of the bigger operators in Australia, big dental group, oral surgery, about 80 specialists, allied healthcare, uh, eye surgeons, pharmacy, and a couple of hundred car parks. So quite a big enterprise that has multiple businesses within it. Small businesses really, a lot of small specialists like psychologists and neurologists and endocrinologists and psychiatrists and cardiologists, et cetera. So there's every specialist that you can think of really in that building. And when we originally launched it, you know, we really were trying to attract specialists to Wyndham because you had a lot of the public physicians who had a private practice in the city, but were driving down to maybe do one or two shifts a week in Werribee and and didn't have anywhere to practice without sort of buying a house or renting a house. So what we saw was an opportunity to create that level of specialisation. So Wyndham residents didn't get a referral from their GP back into the city, but they were able to see a top-level specialist within Wyndham. So, look, it's taken some years, probably seven or eight years now since that building was completed, maybe six or seven. But now it's very it – initially it was slow to get going, but we took off pretty quickly. And it's now a very, very busy, very busy building with a lot of um, patients that flow through it every every day. Yes, yeah, And is. it has the primary health care on the ground floor. So, you know, the, the, the bulk billing GP clinic, but then patients from all over, the wind and the West, even Geelong will come and visit specialists on that top floor, which has a lot of the specialisations servicing residents.
1: And it's the the obvious adjunct to the hospital, really, isn't it?
0: That's right. And a lot of the originally a lot of specialists who were practising out of the hospital came and, and moved their, their their services over here. So. You have them, it's real, It's normal. If you think about some of the bigger hospital precincts in Melbourne or anywhere else, you've got next door to each other, private hospitals, public hospitals, public. Um, you've got consulting rooms, general practices, psychologists, psychiatrists, all of the allied services. And so surprise, surprise, next door to Wyndham Private, we developed the first private psychiatric hospital, mental health hospital in, in, in the West, dedicated mental health hospital, which is a 50-bed mental health hospital. So this is for... Private patients, so voluntary patients who who choose or need to seek mental health treatment and looking for an inpatient stay, they will go into a Wyndham clinic. And below the 50 beds, we also have a two theatre day surgery where we do day surgery procedures such as plastic surgery, ophthalmology, and other procedures such as endoscopy. Um, so that's what the ground floor does. So that Wyndham clinic is next door. And then Surprise, surprise, with all this activity going on in Wyndham, we we actually sold then quite a large tract of our land to St Vincent's Private. So St Vincent's Private has built one of the the big Greenfield hospital um, next door, which opened about 18 months ago uh, to the residents of Wyndham and the West. And that's a a large 100-bed hospital, 80-bed aged care facility. So you can see here that really what's just happening is, is as Wyndham's growing, and the West is growing. But we just need these additional services. And I think certainly people would be aware that now Wyndham has a higher population than Geelong, and Geelong has three or four private hospitals, a very large public hospital. So Wyndham's probably still even underdone as far as healthcare services, and it's growing much faster than Geelong. Um, but obviously, given we're close to the city, there's still probably never going to be dedicated hospitals down in Wyndham for specialisations because people are really able to get into the city where there's some, some of the world's best hospitals as well. But,
1: but it's clearly, so filling, it's filling a gap that we need filled, but uh, like everything else in the city of Wyndham, unfortunately, we're playing catch up with
0: everything. That, that's right. So we, we then, we then after the um, St Vincent's, we've opened another project or finished another. We've got two more projects on the, that we've completed. One was finished about a year ago, which is called, um, which is named Women's Health Hub which is a women's clinic, dedicated women's clinic, also on Hopper's Lane, just next to St. Vincent's. And in there, there's a whole bunch of, um, of occupants on the ground floor. It's a dedicated female clinic, so all female GPs, women and men can go and kids, etc. to that clinic. It's not just for women, but there's a real focus of excellence on women's health, and there's a women's specialist centre as well. And then on the upper floors are generally our offices, including the NDIS for women. And uh, Brotherhood of St Lawrence who deliver the services in Wyndham for for NDIS and then some other government offices. So that's that's the next project we completed a year ago, and then in about two months we complete quite a large childcare centre, 150 kid childcare centre that's just behind this uh, the Women's Health Hub. So that's an exciting progression as well because there's really no childcare in this area. There's one very small centre that's full next to VU, and so we. Have a lot of the the staff that work in the area, people that that might commute and and need it to park in this area, but need childcare services. Can will be able to utilise um, this childcare centre? Now we don't operate that; but we're we're the developer of
1: that property. Wow, that's uh, that's an amazing amount of uh, of <laughs> of infrastructure in one very small area, really.
0: Yeah, well, it's that, that's right. But I think you know, in, as we all know, the last nine or ten years, we've just seen the population increase further by probably a hundred thousand plus in this area and we need more jobs and we need more services and so we're happy that we've been fortunate to be able to develop this land to be able to employ about cut 200 people at just in our own businesses um, in this strip and um, then probably other employment of nearly a thousand people um, in 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 this little part of hopper's Lane. so it's an exciting place to be. We're certainly looking forward to other developments occurring, and yeah, but it's it's been a good good experience.
1: Is uh, is Hoppers Lane built out as such? If that's the right expression to use, Scott.
0: Well, not necessarily. I think that um, St Vincent still have a little bit more land. We've still got more land, um, but then there's other parcels of land in this area that are that are controlled by the government, and unfortunately, as we saw with the AEC proposal. The the government moves at glacial speeds and that's why when you look at the aerial map, and I encourage anyone listening to the podcast because I do this a lot, look at the aerial map and just see how tight the development is around this triangle of land and you see that there's definitely the desire and demand for use of this land and none of us want, including council and I hope the government, and I think certainly um, Wyndham residents want to see this 900 hectares of land turned into residential property because what we don't need is more people living here. We need more jobs so that we can make sure Windham's not the dormitory suburb that it has become where most people have to commute into the CBD or out of Wyndham for to work. And so let's hope that we see the government, the council and uh, private operators too looking to grow and create businesses in Wyndham. And we've got a great opportunity with this huge parcel of land uh, to make it happen.
1: Uh, has there been any discussions at this stage that you're aware of uh, as to as to what that is? I mean, obviously uh, we've been uh, different things floated over the years when uh, we thought this was going to happen and then not going to happen and then there was money yes, was allocated money was not allocated but is there is there any sort of plan B that you're aware of?
0: No, look, I don't think so. I guess the challenge for anyone managing this is it's a huge parcel of land. And so when you and I like the AEC proposal because what its proposal was all about was bringing university and research, university investment and research into into Wyndham. And it was a very bold proposal, but I thought it was a great proposal myself. Now, clearly the government didn't agree with that. Uh, but I do think that there needs to be really um, restrained strategic investment into Wyndham And that will take some investment from government as well. We'd certainly be supportive of seeing some government office relocations into Wyndham. I think you know we know that in Geelong, they've had TAC, they've had WorkSafe, they've had the NDIS relocate. And what that does is it's a catalyst for other investment. So we're not that far out of the CBD. We're a train ride away. It's an easy commute if you're traveling against peak hour traffic. And wouldn't it be great to see the government be bold and say, well, let's look at moving a department, the Department of Human Services or a department that's sitting up in Spring Street out to somewhere like Wyndham or a Vic Rhodes office or a government services office. Um, and I think that although we'd like to see privateers move out there, I think the AEC decision is going to make the market very wary of getting too involved or invested in Wyndham because the AEC consortium that have worked for years clearly haven't been able to progress and I'm sure they've spent a lot of money trying to and I think there's, that's the problem is that anyone looking to invest in trying to bring a scheme together is going to be wary that it just may go nowhere because it has really been decades of inaction in this area.
1: It really is a case of you know you show us yours and I'll show you mine, isn't it? Because no one's going to put their money on the line from a privateer's point of view until such time as there is a commitment from a government of some description to say, well, we're going to do this in here, so it it, it is a viable a viable area to come and work in.
0: That's right, or at least confidence that what they want to do there is going to actually be able to be delivered. Yeah, and I think that's where you know that's where the disappointment of this decision is. Um, but that's you know that's happened, and so I think that the, the Wyndham's greatest times are ahead of it. I've got no doubt about that. I think that it's got so many so much diversity in its residential base, and it's a fantastic uh, and exciting community that's got a, got so much going for it. So you know I think that it's exciting, and let's hope that the council's. Can Given a little bit more involvement, I know that to date, much of the decision making around East Werribee, which is the jewel in the crown, effectively in Werribee, um, was almost taken by the government to manage, and that hasn't worked. So I'm hopeful that Wyndham City Council will be able to, uh, you know, have a much larger say in how this land is used, given that the government haven't seemed to have been able to progress it, but at least working together with state government because it will require major investment from state government, Invest Victoria and, you know, a lot of different departments of the state government. But I think it's got to work closely with Wyndham so that everyone's in concert with whatever the scheme or the plan is.
1: Scott, talk about challenges and opportunities. What do you, what do you see as the, uh, the challenges? Uh, because you've obviously, and your company, uh, Techni Development, have, have, have made a big investment into the City of Wyndham. So what are, what are the big challenges that you have to overcome and that you're continuing to overcome to, to make these things work?
0: I think probably some of the biggest challenges are planning, so the, the actual planning and the growth of the city. So with this fast growth of any municipality, comes lots of pressure points, and I think there's, we can see that on our roads. We can see that in our public transport system, and so living through the growth period of construction and road redevelopment and closures, etc., is hard. And I think seeing having a long term vision for what Wyndham is going to be is important, as we all have to live through the challenges of, of growing. And you don't envy the council who would have you know have to have one of the largest planning. Uh, challenges ahead of it with with huge developments going on everywhere, particularly residentially. And so planning is, is critical, a challenge of being able to work together with private operators, but also with councils and government to make sure that we plan well. I think also Wyndham's in a unique position. It's not a regional town, but it's also not CBD. And often we've fallen through the cracks, I believe, where when there's a regional investment we, they leapfrog us. But when there's a city investment, it's not really considered part of the city. It's outer metropolitan. Yeah. So I think those outer metropolitan suburbs, growth suburbs, really need to work together and I'm sure this does happen. But to say, look, we need different we have different needs to in a city and we have different needs to regions. And I do believe that the challenge for women is to build its own presence within government, so that it, it, like all the other growth suburbs, is able to receive the funding it requires, not just necessarily to some of the towns like Ballarat, Bendigo, Geelong, who are able to ring fence their own place, their own um, cities, and say we have an identity. And I think some, some of the outer suburbs, it's hard to have an identity when you're just another outer suburb of the city. So I think the challenge is, Twofold. No, no, I've been put on notice, but that's something. Just a couple of things I can think of regarding Wyndham um, opportunities. Well, I just do think that I do think the educational opportunities, the the concept of having much larger university presence, research presence in Wyndham, is a great idea. I think it's a great way to invest. We hear about some universities going to more of an online model. I still think that there'll be a need for. On the on-site training, on-site education. So I'd love to think that a deacon, a Melbourne University who also already have a presence in this precinct, could expand or the and VU, of course. VU's presence in Werribee, from my understanding, just hasn't been their priority. They've got other more prioritised sites around Melbourne. So I'd love to see VU really have a crack at making Werribee a major campus. I think that because of the population growth, there's a natural opportunity for Wyndham and because of congestion in Melbourne. So I do think that we need to all be thinking about promoting the city and creating businesses as much as possible within the Wyndham area. And that's bigger businesses as well as smaller businesses. So I'm really positive about Wyndham and I I really hope that, that the city and the local residents are able to take hold of those opportunities. But yeah, I think there's heaps of opportunity around the city, but population is definitely part of that.
1: Just on the uh, the university thing, uh, we did a, a podcast previously with uh, both the Gordon and Deacon, uh, and uh, some of the things that they're doing together in the city of Wyndham, which uh, I'd suggest people go and have a listen to to, to find out uh, some of the uh, some of the learning things that they're developing between the Gordon and, and the Deacon who've come together for that uh, for that learning centre. Scott, uh, some great insights there. And uh, next time we drive down Hoppers Lane and uh, have a look to the left as you head towards uh, the Snades Road interchange. You'll be able to know exactly what's in all those uh, buildings there on the left-hand side, uh, thanks to uh, thanks to your company, uh, Techni Development, and of course uh, your other hat as the chairman of the uh, the Wyndham Health Services. Appreciate your time. Thanks for your insights, and uh, and we'll will talk again soon.
0: Thanks, Kevin. All the best. Cheers. Thanks.
1: Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Want to find out more about uh, what the Techni Development Group is all about, just uh, head to their website. That's Techni Group, T E C H N E Group.com.au. And of course, you can find out all about the Wyndham Clinic and uh, some of the health services in the area down there by checking out uh, their websites as well the Hoppers Lane General Practice, the Women's Health Hub, and the Wyndham Clinic, all in that Hoppers Lane area. There's a lot going on in Hoppers Lane, isn't there? And you'll find out about it uh, all here on our Talking Wyndham podcast. Hope you've enjoyed it with thanks to the committee for Wyndham. Don't forget to check out their facebook page and of course their website for all the details of a whole lot of great events that are coming up and some of the terrific programs that the committee for windham run in the uh, in the city of windham and also of course a whole lot of uh, terrific opportunities for you to be involved in uh, in that as well hope you enjoyed it i'm kevin hillier till the next time take care thanks for listening talking Wyndham is an initiative of the committee for windham all the
0: latest news and events are on our website and facebook page